Welcome to the Stride and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Monique McCrina, and I'm thrilled to have you here today. Through my years of experience as a coach and more recently, being an athlete, I've seen firsthand the incredible transformations that can happen when you push yourself to new limits and achieve things you've never thought possible by simply taking the first stride. My goal is to provide you with the inspiration, knowledge, and support you need to reach your goals and thrive, not only in the fitness realm, but also in various aspects of your life. In today's episode, we are going to go into the crash course of my running journey, how I went from being the number one hater of running, not being able to run a single lap of a soccer field, to running ultra marathons and falling in love with the process of running. It's a bit of a wild romance if you ask me, but we will get started. So we have to start this story back to when I was a kid. I had something on every single day after school, whether it was ballet, tennis or swimming. My parents just loved keeping me busy and I'm pretty grateful for them supporting me in my many different phases. One day I'd want to be an Olympic swimmer, the next an Olympic equestrian. I could never stick to just one thing and I guess that's a trait that's followed me throughout my life. As a kid, I was a sucker for getting days off school, so I would put my name down to try out for all the things on the school notice board, even signing up to a triathlon when I couldn't even ride a bloody bike. (laughs) The week before the triathlon was truly traumatic, or should I say, character building, with dad giving me a crash course on bike riding, but we'll get into that maybe another day. Despite going ballistic with all the extracurriculars, running was my arch nemesis. I felt an overwhelming amount of dread before school PE lessons because every single time without fail, our warm-up comprised of running a lap of the oval. I'd taste blood in my mouth, get a stitch every single time. That warm-up was absolute carnage, especially when you had kids who would treat it like it was the Olympic final even though it was just period three of year four PE. That brings me to cross country. Does that send shivers down your spine? Because it definitely did for me. Every school cross country from primary all the way through high school, I would just go out the gate absolutely gunning it for those first 200 meters, feeling like I was Usain Bolt. And then I'd get a massive stitch and end up struggling all the way to the finish line. I remember I was in primary school at the time, but I puked up all my wheat bix at the finish line in front of the sport teachers and the school parents. So having those bad associations with running made me learn to resent it. I guess as a kid, you don't really understand the role of consistency and hard work. Anyway, cross country continued to be a super frustrating time for me, even into my final year of school. We were all forced to attend cross country despite all the excuses we were giving our teachers. We need to study for our HSC, we'd fake injuries and all that jazz. The teachers still forced us to get to the start line and at least participate in some capacity. That final year of school was a tough year for me as well because I had gained around 10 kilos battling with a binge eating disorder. I definitely developed such a toxic relationship between food and exercise during that time, but we can get into that in another podcast. At the start line, I organized my playlist to help me get through the cross-country course. This is my final school cross-country, trying to pump myself up. So of course, I had songs that were so angsty, like Forever by the Veronicas on repeat to give me that extra mental push. 
There was definitely more walking than running, and I was overtaken by people who had started much later than me. I still crossed that damn finish line absolutely wrecked, but ready to have the good old sausage sizzle. Later that week, I found out that I'd made it to the next level of cross country because our school team needed one more person, and several of the finishers in front of me in my year group had pulled out for various reasons. I'm really not sure why, but I ended up accepting that invitation despite how much I hated running. Maybe it was an extra day off from studying from the HSC, or maybe I just felt pressure to help out with this dilemma. Whatever it was, I rocked up to what we would call zone cross country. And of course, I finished that race dead last. However, because the rest of the girls on my team had finished in top 10 positions, our team was awarded overall first place and we were given first place medals and awards. This was the first time in my life I had ever gotten a first place in sports. But honestly, my stomach sunk getting that award presented at school because I definitely didn't feel like I deserved that. And it was just so awkward stepping up on stage, receiving that medal. What made matters worse is that we then had to go to state, which was the next level up from zone. State is something that a lot of people train so hard for. And for me to just get there by sliding my way through, I felt so awkward. Once again, I came last. It was a 6K course super flat. It was at Eastern Creek. And it took me a solid one to two hours to feel kind of normal again so that I could drive myself back home. That feeling of total exhaustion and defeat was enough to reinforce the fact that I didn't want a bar of running ever again. Then in 2018, it was my first year out of school and I started training with a group of Ninja Warrior athletes. Even though I was not able to do a single pull-up or a push-up, and all of the obstacles in the gym I couldn't even hang off of. The ninjas were super kind in sharing their knowledge and supporting me to be a stronger person. I was encouraged by them to try a Spartan race as the obstacles were a lot more simple compared to ninja and they said that there was more quote-unquote rest between the obstacles. Little did I know that the rest that they were referring to was bloody running. Anyway, I signed up for my first Spartan race in 2018. It was at Picton and I completed the 7K sprint back in the day when sprints were 7Ks, not 5Ks. My mum came out with me to support me. And I remember telling her before I started the race that it was going to take me no longer than an hour to complete the race. Yeah, that was definitely a case of poor judgment because it took me three and a half hours to get through that 7K course. I failed almost every single obstacle and had to do burpees because silly me signed up for a competitive wave. When I finished, I could see that my mom had a massive sigh of relief because she thought something bad had happened to me because I took so long. Even though I had a really rude awakening to where my fitness was truly at, a little spark ignited in me to want to be better. So from there is really where my fitness journey took a pivot because I started to focus more on my strength. I dabbled in some bodybuilding and I still participated in some obstacle course racing events. But even though I was getting stronger and my obstacle completion rate was improving, my running was not improving. I continued to give myself the excuse that I just wasn't a runner. Essentially telling myself that I wasn't a runner was just a safety net for me to tell other people an excuse for why I didn't perform very well at a certain race. 
I'd tell people I was an obstacle course racer, but if I didn't get a good placing in a race, I'd just shrug my shoulders and go, oh, well, I don't run anyway, so whatever. It's to be expected. But deep down inside, I was definitely seething. I just had this insecurity that I didn't want to start something new and end up being shit at it. When in reality, we have to stop relying on our natural talent to get us to be good at something. It's really not how life works the majority of the time. No matter what your goals are, it takes a lot of time and consistency to get to where you want to be. Some goals may take years, even decades to achieve. You just need to surrender yourself to the process and accept the fact that good things do indeed take time. As cliche as that sounds. The 2020 lockdown was such a pivotal moment for me. I had just competed in a bikini bodybuilding competition and only just several days later, we were thrown into a lockdown. During the first week of the lockdown, I also ended up going through a breakup. Funnily enough, it was with someone who was an avid runner. I'm not sure what possessed me. Out of pure angst and spite, I popped on some running shoes on that first lockdown and started running my feelings to all the angsty music. And I also think it was a way to like annoy him on Strava, which is so dumb and childish. I don't know what I was thinking. I definitely went way too hard, way too fast with my running. I ran almost every single day trying to beat my time or distance from the day before trying to prove to this person that I was just such a hardcore runner. Even though I racked up some new PBs and a hell of a lot of mileage over the lockdown, I had some pretty severe plantar fasciitis and I got a Taylor's bunion. I wasn't running for the right reasons. I was just running out of pure spite. And then I closed my running chapter once again, this time really convincing myself that I just wasn't born to do this because my body broke. When in reality, I just didn't understand the concepts of building your aerobic engine and that 80% of your running should be quote unquote easy and only 20% of your running volume is your hard stuff like speed work, tempo, etc. Don't worry if you don't understand that because we will go into more detail in a future podcast. Anyways, at the start of 2021, OCR races were making a comeback post lockdown, which was amazing because I really missed the OCR community. So I signed up to the first race of the year, which was True Grit, an 11K military inspired obstacle course. Lots of mud and trails. I signed up for the elite wave and you guessed it, I came dead last. But this time it wasn't because of how terrible I was at obstacles. It was because I was just not a great runner. Something changed in me that day though. I had a new drive, a new challenge I wanted to accept. I truly wanted to go all in and get better at running. This time I realized that I didn't know it all and I needed some help. So I signed up with an OCR specific running coach, Matt Moore from One More Rep. Shameless plug, but I am now a coach on the team. We coach people of all running backgrounds. My specialty is the strength training part. So I love helping our clients with managing both their strength training and running goals. Anyways, Matt taught me all the running basics and helping me to make sustainable running habits so that I wouldn't just go all in for a few weeks and then burn out hating running again. So since 2021, I haven't looked back. Sure, there's been plenty of ups and downs. I've made my fair share of mistakes, but I've also had some pretty epic experiences doing things my younger self would have not even dreamed about, like doing a 24-hour obstacle course race. 
and then recently placing second in an elite Spartan ultra marathon. And most importantly, I actually love running. Running has become a mode of meditation for me and something super consistent in my training regime. There will be ups and downs in your journey, but you have to trust in the process and remind yourself that you can achieve absolutely anything you want in life. You just need these three things. Number one, you have to take action because thinking doesn't do anything. You have to take that first stride. Number two, you got to be consistent. There's no point going all in for a couple of weeks and then barely turning up for yourself afterwards. And number three, you've got to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe in your vision that you can achieve that goal, then how is anyone else meant to? Okay, wow, that was a mouthful. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Stride and Thrive. I hope you found some golden nuggets in my story of how I got into running. If you're feeling inspired to start your own running journey, I encourage you to take that first step and just lace up your shoes. Remember, running is not about being the fastest or the best. It's about pushing yourself to new limits and discovering what you're truly capable of. As always, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Monique Macrina. I'll put them in the show notes below. Shoot me a DM if you've got any suggestions for the podcast, because my plan isn't to just talk about running and fitness. There's so many aspects to life that I'm passionate about and would love to explore. So I'm all ears. Shoot me a DM for your ideas. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review as it helps more people discover the show. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of Stride and Thrive.